There's a riff I can't play. Yeah, high rock life. Yeah. So how was my cam? Yeah, so I, I went uh, the seventh with Vic, uh, and uh, first night, uh, I mean, the, <laughs> they s the whole reason there was a two-day thing, I guess, is because they sold out so quickly. But, you know, half the reason, if it's Ticketmaster running this, half the reason you sell out instantly is because Ticketmaster buys up all the tickets. And Well, I'm not, not Ticketmaster, but the scalpers, they go in on the Ticketmaster website, and they pick them up, and they do, like, the certified real resale thing. So both of my tickets were certified resales. The first one, the first night, seventh was, uh, you know, considerably more expensive. And then I, I waited like the last minute because I was like, oh, I do definitely want to go to the second day. But you keep waiting and waiting right before they're going to close off when you can still buy tickets and you can end up getting like a really good rock bottom price. And just to clarify, uh, welcome to Hard Rock Life. This is our friend D. He's a good friend of ours. Yeah. D. David. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dave, David. It's okay. He wouldn't be here for his friend, my son, yeah. David. <laughs> you um, wanted to go buy an, ali an alias before I spoke to you, didn't you? Well, this <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> what we talk about, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my whole name doxed out there. We're going to talk about spicy stuff. So what'd they play? Uh, uh, you mean like off which albums and whatnot? Yeah, like what kind of a show was so it? So they, they opened up both nights with their new song, the one that actually the, you're the first person to share that song with me, the... Uh, uh, Foundations of Decay. Yeah. Great song. Yeah, yeah. yeah you awesome. like it. But I liked parts of it. That intro, you know, it's like a six-minute song. Yeah. And it's got that, like, like, ooh, like those weird ambient noise intro. Yeah. That was driving me nuts, to be honest <laughs> with you. But other than that, once the song kicks in, oh, man, it was, I would say, like, Classic. it was definitely on par with the new, the used show over at uh, Roadrunner. Nice. Like, really clean performance, really good. Uh, the first night, September 7th. Yeah. Gerard dressed <laughs> up like the crow. He looked like Sting, you mean? I like, remember Sting in the WWF? Yeah, yeah. In WCW, he had blonde hair. He had like but a flat he was top. Going for the but he's all look. skinny again, and he's got like Is this he? black suit on, like this black tights, basically, and then like a painted face with his long hair. He looks like the crow to Is me. Is he looking all like handsome? Oh, he's looking handsome again. Looking yeah. all Brandon. Yeah, he, he let go for a while. He yeah, no, he's he's the old Gerard, you know? Oh, sorry, cool. sorry, G3. And it's funny because uh, Frankie Iero, the you know the rhythm guitar player, yeah, he's the chubby one in the band now. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, he's the chubby one. Them boys. And um, what was his name? Ray Toro is like super skinny now. Wow. It's really weird to see him. I'm like, is he all right? I'm hoping he must not. Is uh is the singer's brother still in the band? Oh uh, yeah, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he? Mikey fucking away. The bass player. Yeah, the one. <laughs> yeah, he's had like a lot of fucking issues. Yeah. No, I mean. Performance-wise, so they, they opened up with Foundations of Decay, great song, and then it was really weird because the first night, they're playing a bunch of stuff. The only album I don't really know like that, Kevin kind of knows more than me. It's uh, I brought you, what is it, You Brought Me Your Bullets, I Brought Me My Love, or yeah, that maybe. first album, yeah. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, I just, I don't, I know like three songs off that, so it's like, I can't help myself at concerts like that, like, pretty much, besides the album, the, the songs of the first album, I like blew my voice out both nights because uh, you always sing along in a mic chem show. It was nuts. Half the time you could take the mic away and like you can hear everyone singing every lyric to every song. Yeah, <laughs> it's so nuts. Yeah, those are some pretty crazy shows. Yeah, and you gotta understand this is the TD Garden. This is like the basketball arena. This oh, is it was the yeah. the TD Garden. Hockey, but okay. They, they don't do basketball. There? Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, they do. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's hockey. It's basketball. It's crazy though. It's I got footage. I'll, I'll share the footage with you guys. I'll give you the footage. 
Yeah. So much footage from it. That'd be cool. It just absolutely chock full both nights. What made me realize, um, of course they played more. Between the two nights, they played all their essentials, all the things you'd expect to hear. Nice. But they are the Metallica of emo now. Mm. Like I guess, yeah. That's a good one. That's a fair comparison. They don't, I, mean, I dig it. Roadrunner's not big enough for them now. Yeah. Like, Roadrunner's too small a venue for them. They filled out both nights of the TD Garden. They probably could have did that five days in a row. Is that label still around? Roadrunner? I don't know. Roadrunner Records? Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. How was, how was, like, the age of the crowd? Did you see a lot of new, like, young kids? Yeah, I saw all the, like, aging emo slash pop punk people like yeah, us. Yeah, And then, of course, I saw, like, a lot of young people. I feel like a lot of young kids have fallen in love with them. It's It was crazy. And the restaurants, like... TD Garden's also a cool venue, in my opinion, just because of, like, what's around it. Yeah. There's this, like, mini, like, food court in front of, like, the front entrance with all these kind of, like, chic little places to eat. And I walk in there, and a lot of people are... The first night I watched every band that I could, I, I missed the first band, which was called, like, Black Roses or something. Black Rose. I don't know. I missed them. I heard them. And I saw Thursday. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, because, you know, they're... they oh, produced They produced the first Mike that. M... Yeah, th- I knew they yeah. had something to do with that. They yeah, produced I the first album of Mike Hem. Yeah. And so those guys are like... Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know they played. They're tight. Okay. So I the second night I did what everyone else did, because it's my second... You know, I'm there just to see Mike Hem. And I'm hanging out in that restaurant, the food court. Everything's full, and it's all seen people. And it was so, like... It was, like, comforting, you know what I mean? I was just yeah, like, oh, yeah. my, my people's <laughs> all around me, and, like... Yeah. I just felt really, <laughs> like... I just realized Dave's invisible. Hold on. Now oh, you yeah. Can. It was like a lot of people that right up your alley. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, but when I was sitting in the food court, I realized, like, whoa, this is all different ages. Yeah. They're like your people, but they're all different ages. Dude, there's a yeah. similar, like, resurgence with emo fans as there was with, like, grunge kids. It was very encouraging. Yeah, it, I bet. Was, I was like, holy crap, we, we need to keep doing music and, like, keep making this style of music because it's still, there's still a market here. Yeah. So, like, whatever, you know, all the local indie rock, pop punk, emo bands, like, no one should stop making music right now. Like everyone, yeah. move forward. Like that's a very encouraging thing to see. Dude, and they're a band that make a lot of people happy. Like the genuinely vibe. happy. Those, yeah. Like those two nights. Like I felt kind of like shitty after because like you know blowing my voice out and like kind of staying up. Too the late air was salty. Yelling and shit. Yeah. You yelling and singing. Yeah. The air was salty with the but tears of the emotional. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I just like it was like two of the happy like the used. I went to the used with Anthony. Roadrunner. By the way, amazing show. Yeah, we should talk about Roadrunner. Yeah, I think the Roadrunner Cafe, uh, it's not the Roadrunner, it's the Roadrunner whatever, Expo. Yeah. 60 foot stage, right? Yeah, it's the perfect size venue. Yeah. Like, literally, I think Mike M could play that and still make plenty of money, but they're just too big now. They're literally Metallica for emo. What do you think the capacity is of Roadrunner? Oh, God. You know what? I need to. Sorry, if I'm, am I too close? No. Is I'm it a stretch away. to. Th- they're different sizes. Is, well, is it a stretch to wonder that if that Roadrunner venue might be what happened to Roadrunner Records and they set Roadrunner venues up all over the country? Um, that's that, something I'd, that have to, I'd have to look that up on the computer because yeah. I, I don't. I'm just speculating. I look it, for like local kind of like venue and <laughs> scene knowledge. I kind of like defer to you more than myself. I di- I don't, I'm not sure about Roadrunner Records anymore, but it wouldn't shock me if they did just decide to like open up different clubs and make money off of shows because that's where all the money is off merch and shows. Okay, so you here's, know what I mean? here's the real difference. Here's the big reason. So 50,000 square foot, 3,500 person capacity. Mm. 
and it was absolutely chock full. But what what was awesome about the That's the used show? Crowd, when the used left, they were the second band. They didn't get to headline. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh. they said they're coming back to headline at Roadrunner. They are going to make it happen, which Ooh. they can. They're big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like they didn't get to play <laughs> a lot of the songs you love. Yeah. Um, the second band when they left, it was like. 30% of the crowd was gone. Wow. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> Who's headlining? I didn't watch the headline. Me and Anthony wanted to leave. You don't even know who headlined? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. I, I, oh, man. Wow. Was it Blur? No, no, no. It was... Um, Just kidding, guys. Rise Against. Oh, what? How do you miss that? Oh, I wouldn't have missed that. I, I, cause I, what year was that? Because I, I know... What like, year was this? This was this, this is like a month ago. A month ago, <laughs> yeah. All right. So this summer's been pretty good for shows. From I've been like, well, we played four shows this past summer. Yeah, didn't we? yeah. And then I watched some amazing shows this summer. I didn't get to see Coheed this summer, but I got to see them last summer with Ronnie, which was one also one of the best shows. Dude, I've I ever completely been to. forgot you guys went to that. Yeah, I think I I'm just gonna see No Effects before my birthday. Dude, you guys they're breaking come? up yeah, next you year. You guys want to come? Yes, <laughs> I, I will. Yes, right. if, if, if their right. last show, I'll, that, yeah, that might announce that they're like breaking up. We're doing that. We're going to do it. Bring yeah. the show there. AFI is playing uh, some other venue. I think it's called... I forgot the name of the venue. I have to look that up, too. Wow, I'm really pathetic here. I should have came prepared. Hey, uh, producer. Fuck. <laughs> 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 What's AFI the date of the show you went to? Uh, the Used? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was like a month ago. Yeah. Like over a month. Was it June or July? It was in July. But so only Boston Balls, Brian. We should no, all have computers. So it we could have been in August. Google. It could have been the, the beginning of August. But my chem was only like a few days ago. That's seventh and the eighth, mm. right? AFI is coming around to play. I think early no- November or late October. I gotta nail down the date. But you gotta go to that with me. That it's cool. at a venue that is around the same size as Roadrunner. Really? Now let's get back to My Chemical Romance. Yeah. That's a twenty thousand seat capacity minimum, and they filled that out both nights. Wow. So there's just levels to this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, I think the Woods could play Roadrunner and be fun. Oh, we'd, we'd sell that out. I think, you, yeah, <laughs> I think you get, well. Kidding. <laughs> no, but I think if you got on the bill with some, like, kind of, like, I guess, bigger band. Yeah, that'd be the thing to do. I'd be glad to bring everyone I know. You know what that kind of. I love that venue. I want to, yeah, I definitely am going to see it. You know what that makes me think about, too, is the, the debate over pay and play. Because I see a lot of people, especially in the punk scene, dumping on bands that pay to play. Um, do you know what that means? You yeah, to pay, you pay for your exposure. Yeah, well, basically, the the venue will give you tickets to sell, and yeah. you sell those tickets. Now, I know I won't name any bands right now, but I know a few local bands that got names for themselves. And right. what they did is they paid to play because it was worth it because they played with a band that was really big that would give them exposure. So, like, I'm gonna say this right now. The pay-to-play thing, to me, I think it depends on the scenario, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. If I ever got an opportunity to, like, open up for, hypothetically, my chem at that fucking venue you're talking about, Roadrunner, I'd pay-to-play that. I'd much Why rather have watched you? you guys open up for that than, like, this... I, so yeah, oh, okay, really? I, I got you. I'm going to get probably, like, if we post this online, eventually someone's going to... I don't mind, but... No, whatever, man. Like, Black Rose... I did end up watching their stuff on YouTube. Mm. And I can say, like, the musicians are tight, but this stuff, like, it felt pretty generic to me. No but sure. I also, you know, I'm a pretty snobby fuck when it comes to yeah. this stuff. So, but it, it felt pretty generic. I'm picky honestly. about music. Yeah, I was just real picky. I was just like, ah, it's just kind of... It's not necessarily a bad but thing. What, what if in, like, three years they're an amazing band and then I eat my words? I'd rather that happen. That than, can happen. Yeah, that, that's... 
I know bands that I weren't into when they first started out, and they ended up pretty big, and I liked their stuff. Thursday's one of those bands I didn't care for when they first started, and now I love them. Oh, really? I, I've always liked Thursday. But, yeah, I mean, it happens. It, it totally just, happens. Yeah. No, it was an amazing show. Uh, I do think if you guys could join me for AFI, we have plenty of time to plan it out. When is it again? It's in like November or something like oh, that. Oh, really? I got, hold on, let me nail down the venue. Because now I'm like learning about all these new venues. I'm going to type in AFI playing in Boston. <laughs> God, Mike, it was so good though, man. I was just glowing for like three days after that. Just so everybody knows, yes, that is a bass guitar you're hearing. It yeah. is in the background, and it's a hard rock life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vic's practicing. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we record in a, a music studio. It's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So AFI tour. It amazes me how often it doesn't happen because this is – right now, this is the first time that this has actually ever happened. What? Hearing, like, a band playing in the background. I think maybe one other time we got, like, some interference from another band playing, but it – it's, it doesn't it rarely happens but we usually play tonight so like you know my band the woods usually plays on Wednesday nights yep so like you know so November 11th at the Royale in Boston I think that's a big venue hold on let me check, let me check in. I don't I've never been to the Royale I'd like to I'm gonna type in the seating capacity see what it's all about what is she playing right now it's background music. I'm not sure. What I can I can pick is? out some songs, like when she plays SOAD. Yeah, System of a Down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll jam to that. 30,000 square feet, space for up to 1,300 guests. So right, it's, it's right around Roadrunner size. That's cool. Yeah. I think that will be a great venue. They have a good lighting effects. All these, play, like TD had a great one, of course. But I think the best one I've ever seen so far is the new, they got a state-of-the-art system there at Roadrunner. Yeah, like you were that saying front of that. house system was amazing. Like it better be. It's brand new. It was so sick. That is awesome. It was so sick. I'd be interested to hear like a new state of the art venue, like what they do in there. Well, I know she's right next door, but she was like, you know, on the seventh when she came with it, she was like, "You really fangirled out." Like, uh, like I gotta say, like, yeah, I really did. We drove around that venue with the, with my car because we had parked at like I think Whole Foods. Yeah. And we were blasting my chem, and people are singing it on the street and going like, yeah. Like, 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 it was like that packed. The streets were packed. Like, they were people. going to that Pop show. People, indie rock people. They were all over the street. I love when you see that. That was fucking amazing. Uh, what, what kind of drugs do you think they were all on? Like, pot smokers, do you fucking figure? Xanax and marijuana. Oh, really? <laughs> because the age bars. range is so high between the different groups of people. Yeah. I feel like. All generations should, of drugs. Yeah, there's like Molly and like all kinds of stuff going on. And it was like, you know. Plenty of eye candy for the boys to look at, the girls to look at, whatever. Because you were there? Yeah, that, that definitely helps, but no. No, there's all kinds of cuties like walking around. I had a good time. I really That's did. good. You know, I'm glad to hear. Yeah, that sounds like fun. show. So what do you think happens after you die? <laughs> the hell? I don't know. Ask Gerard. He's all painted like he's a dead man on the first night. Is that what the Black Parade is? I guess, yeah, some like weird dream about dying. It's about a kid dying of yeah, cancer, something, isn't something it? Like that, yeah. He kind of makes it up as he goes along. I think a lot of artists do that. Oh, yeah, Biden definitely. just came here, said he was gonna. Oh, did he already? He he talked at JFK, right? Yeah, and he was like, "We're gonna my my moon talk is cancer talk." Dude, did you see any of that thing that he did like two weeks ago? That 
like when he addressed like everyone when he was on TV. No, but when he last addressed, it looked demonic in Boston. Like yes, is after that he came to Boston and yeah, he was like, like last week we're gonna bite cancer in the face and he didn't talk about any of the causes. Yeah, what did he actually talk about? Curing and treating, nothing about fucking what causes it. Really? Yeah. Did he mention vaccines? <laughs> um, probably. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Dude, that talk he gave like two weeks ago, like it looked like a Nazi rally. It was a new Star Wars episode. It was fucking weird, dude. It was all, like, black and red behind him, and he was, like, hitting the podium. And I don't mean to, like, support, like, the whole, like, Disney Plus streaming. I, I hate the new world of, like, streaming content where you're just, like, no one goes to the movies as much. Like I live right around the corner from a movie theater. It's yeah, been there for, like, 100 years, and I've never been to it. Oh, the cameo? Yeah. I just, like, this new thing where it's, like, content on demand. Like, there's some drawbacks to this, but, like... Disney, Disney I thought Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, the Mandalorian, and the Boba Fett show are actually great. I think that's the only thing saving their IP right now. I gotta hop off for a second. I, I, I loved Rogue One. That was my last favorite movie. Rogue One was amazing. Movie. It was amazing. That movie was great. Yeah, um, I didn't like any of the new, the three tr- new trilogy thing. Like uh, so I liked the Force Awakens. After that, it was garbage. I thought. I didn't. I. I I didn't hate the force. I just didn't like it though. It wasn't great. I liked Ray's introduction. Yeah, just that like was cool. But then they went somewhere super, yeah. super like unneeded, yeah, like over the top. <laughs> and that's exactly what I would say. Can't like Palpatine came back, did he? I didn't even see the last movie, but yes. Pal- Palpatine uh, came back. Just dodgy story, like really bad. He's just hops out of the hole he fell in before the Death Star blew up. Shit. Yeah. You, you can't even kill him with blowing up the Death Star. He's just, like, warped to another dimension somehow. Like so he pocket, came back from death. Little pocket unit. He came back from death. He became the Force, did he not? Yeah, the evil Force. I don't know, man. It was so... It's such a washy story. I just didn't... It doesn't exist to me, man. Those don't exist to me. I'm probably not going to like the new show, Endor. I'm, I'm guessing because I heard it's like they're trying to integrate views on American politics into it, and I just don't want it. Yeah. I'll, but like anything, I'll give it a shot. I did watch the uh, first two episodes of that new Amazon Lord of the Rings series, which is abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. Sorry to hear. I, it's so horrible. I like hearing what people say about it. I don't watch it myself. Uh, you, I haven't watched a new movie in a if while. If you love the original three Lord of the Rings, you're just going to be crushed by this. Like, it's bad. But um, House of the Dragon, though, uh, awesome. Yeah, I heard awesome. that was all right. Every episode I've enjoyed so far. And the last episode is pretty much about, like, sexuality and maturity. And I typically don't like that kind of content in my medieval fantasy. I just don't care for it. But I liked it. I like I like every al- uh, episode so far. It's great. It's a great show. And it's crushing um, Lord of the Rings for a very good reason. The whole reason Lord of the Rings was made, like, as a show is because Jeff Bezos said, we got to make our own. We, we need a Game of Thrones because that's so successful. Yeah. It's such a successful show. So he was like, oh, we got to make something. We Had me. For, dude, I love that. I, I just stopped at season, season eight, though, and I yeah, apparently it, it fell season, off. Season, season eight is a good way to hurt your own feelings. I'm <laughs> glad I didn't go through with it. Yeah, you want to hurt your feelings, go ahead and watch season eight. But it was but so dope up to that. Like, it's so good. Oberyn Martell on the mountain. That yeah, fucking just, fight was awesome. The, the character development's awesome. I like the world that they built, too. I have, like, the, I have the maps of game of thrones i have the i have all the companion books and stuff like i i just like the world yeah the world of westeros 
The world of it was, it was like the first wide lore like thing that came out in like the mid 2000s. I like the whole map, not just Westeros, Essos. I like all the stories that they're developing in that other side in the east and stuff. Like everything, there's potential there. If they want to, there's all there's like an equivalent of like China over there. What the beyond the free cities? Yeah, like they're gonna develop that story too, and the, and I heard they're gonna do it in anime format to like go with the whole like kind of because that's where like the people that look more East Asian are from and they do that with like a like a very well produced anime format I'm all for it I'll watch whatever content they make because they haven't you know yeah they've done good so far I gotcha I'm totally about that um, I was just saying on an episode before like I miss animation period I, I, I just watch Berserk from beginning to end I started yeah. it the other day on it's, it's just on YouTube and I was like holy my birthday like, you yes. can use my Crunchyroll account if you want. You don't want to support. I that. tried. I, I'm all. I'm. I find my. Own, I find you can my have ways. the login from my HBO account and my uh, Crunchyroll account. But we digress. What is your favorite anime? <laughs> you got. We got some of your pictures up here in the back. I don't know if you guys can only see the bottom half of the post. Well, obviously, I like anything Miyazaki. Yeah, Bebop. Bebop is amazing. Bebop Life was amazing. Yeah, it was, was amazing. Was amazing. Yeah. I didn't watch the real action show. Remember Big O? I loved Big O. It they just, put it on TV. It just got really cerebral as it gets to its climax. Like it's, it becomes the whole the whole world is a stage kind of story, and I'm just like, oh, okay. I would consider that a noir. Um, yeah, it's a film noir. Yeah, kind of it's, it I was like a, the style of it too. It's it was it tra- tracks. It was those giant robots that tracks. The, all the stuff they chose for Toonami, I think, was worth watching. Yeah, and Inuyasha. Inuyasha was amazing. Inu fucking Yasha. I watched all of Ranma one half because of my old friend Brian, and that's a really that's weird. That's a '90s show. I know it's it's too that's the fr- that's a first transgender like, show. Yeah. Oh my god. It's too into like lifestyle stuff. You know what I mean? Like a little bit like casual lifestyle, it w- and it's like too comedy for me. But I just ended up watching it because my buddy Brian was into it. I was like, you know what? I should finish the story because they I had RPGs out too. Yeah. Out on like SNES. I, overall, I liked it. What's my favorite anime though? God, that's a question because there's so it many can be movie or series movie or series okay I just have to say Bebop then uh, that's pretty tight alright yeah, it's Bebop you know? Blo- I like Blood Blood oh yeah I like yeah, Blood I did watch Plus Blood C what was the blood. one with the witch and she can like burn people forgot it was like she's like working for the police and she's a witch I watched all of that I watched Van Helsing, which was great. Yeah, that was cool. I, I forgot what that one was called though. Um, I watched a lot of them. For like Samurai. Ghost in the, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, they got a new standalone complex coming out. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch that show was cool. I'll watch anything from that IP. Ghost in the Shell and, and uh, that I think Ghost in the Shell is the reason why I ended up liking the Cyberpunk game, Cyberpunk 2077, which got a lot of it caught a lot of flack. I I saw Ghost in the Shell when it came out. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a long time ago. Yeah, I, listeners. I, it's funny too because like we were just talking about My Chemical Romance and Gerard's into all this stuff, comic books, anime, Game of Thrones. Like that guy's he's pretty he's pretty similar aligned on interests. And I found out I th- always thought Gerard was younger than me. He's like forty five. I'm forty, so he's an older guy. Wow. Yeah, Gerard's forty five. Nice. I thought he was a younger guy. Because <coughs> a lot of these bands that I actually follow and they like, excuse me, um, they, they they are younger guys, but yeah, not AFI at least. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you liked the Ataris, maybe you didn't. 
But the album called Welcome the Night, okay. you should listen to the whole thing. All right. I think it's got some songs that will definitely appeal to you, especially what they do with the more like a crunch tone on some of the songs. I think that, that kind of speaks to you. I've listened to s- some of the more indie rock slash emo stuff that you actually like, and I picture you liking this album. I know yeah. My Chemical Romance is a bit campy, I think, for you. What do you mean? What's campy? Camp, you know, like how like, you know, like some people liked Xena Warrior Princess, and some people said it was really corny. Oh, uh, like, mm. you know, campy is like almost like it's it it feels like someone's putting on a costume to play this character. You know, it, like an obviously tongue in cheek kind of campy. I don't know. Xena was immersive though. I I think I was watching it when I was younger because the females in it. I think you were watching it wrong. I was well, I liked it. But I knew that there's a there's a different reason why I like it, not just because there's pretty girls in it. It was like it's silly and people are. Just are you a simp? You are a simp. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Fuck little yeah. Bit. A little bit. I'd say if you're watching Twitch girls to like relax because they just look cute, then you're a simp. Oh man. Yeah. I've never seen that. Like I always got Twitch ads. Like well, go a on couple Twitch, go on Twitch and play a play a game and sometimes they just veg out to like a particularly like. <laughs> girl that I find attractive and watch her play video games. If they're talking about things that annoy me, I just turn the volume Is off. that what it is? You're just ogling? For real? Well, I get to see a game, too, that I like. But and then knock her if she's bad? Yeah, if she sucks at it, I'll type stuff in the text like, you suck. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I usually don't. I just, like, veg out. It's on another screen. I'm typically doing something over here because of work, and Twitch is over there on my personal computer. And there's like some uh, girl that I find attractive. So if that qualifies you as a simp, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm a simp. But do I give the if if they're asking for more than three dollars a month, I'm not gonna do it. Do you have a waifu? Anime waifu? Oh, is it is it Faye Valentine? She's one of them. Shit. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. All right, I dig. I like her ship. Yeah, she's got the yeah cool the Robin. Stuff. Yeah. That's no, I good. have like a I have a Japanese wife, so I don't really need a waifu. Essentially, I have like, I, no. Da- you want to talk about anime waifu? Get Dan in here. Yeah, true. Yeah, mm. Dan's. Yeah, the guy I don't know what K-pop is. He needs to tell me what K-pop. He can is. come in here and do all that like cultural introduction for all this stuff because I think he's like. I definitely want to do an episode with Dan about K-pop. Yeah, he he'll ha- he'll cover the anime, J-pop, K-pop, mm. all that stuff. He's getting some pretty. He good knows a lot more than me about that stuff. He's he's like gaining traction. Alchemist fifteen on YouTube, I yeah. believe that's our buddy Danny Kyle Russo. I'm like a Japanophile about things like technology, cars, you know, like, like guitars that are made in Japan or something. Like there's there's definitely like merchandise and things that I, I I'm absolutely crazy about from Japan. But mm. when it comes to like the anime thing, there was something I got to a certain age where I started to feel like I genuinely felt too old for this. Just like I don't know yeah. why this isn't connecting to me anymore. Yeah, Am yeah, I just yeah. too old? It's your thirty-fifth uh-huh. birthday, and you're looking over your your Gurren Lagann DVD collection. Yeah, it just I didn't feel like it was too good for it. I just felt like hey, maybe like the reason why I can't pay attention to this anymore is because I'm just getting too old for this. What about that? Could be fair. Then, what, about, yeah. what about Evangelion fans? Those fans are dark. The merch, anything. Like a Japan exclusive Evangelion merch, like they've made phones that like are like by Sharp, and they're like an Evangelion model. They look awesome. The guitar that Fender made, Evangelion model, only in Japan, very cool looking. Like if you a find zero merch, two would be nice. Yeah, be like great. they they they've done cars that are both based on Gundam, like a Gundam edition car, yeah. an Evangelion edition car from Toyota. 
Like, th- there's stuff like that that's cool. <coughs> but, I mean, like, it's kind of a rich man's thing. Well, dude, so, like, stuff bougie, like you when, say. When, when growing oh, up in yeah. the 90s, when, like, anime was, like, huge, like, among everybody, yeah. that, uh, it w- was that particularly bigger then than it is now? Has, like, anime... No, it's huge now. Has it come a long way, too? Like, dude, even the illustrations? So we used to think we were special back in the day, but now it's just, like, Well, oh, like, well, on. like the illustrations Everyone. were always the impressive thing, because it's all hand-done yeah, and too. all that. Yeah, I always thought Has that. it, like, really come up, like, to another level? Some people still I don't think the artwork's gotten any better than before. Some no. people still okay. keep it real. Okay. I, I, I think there's a lot of, like, they, they, they do a good job of blending how much buffering how much CGI they use to uh, enhance the art. Compared okay. compared to fucking X nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Everything's yeah. everything. I still hand like sell. Yeah, yeah, like Ninja Scroll and yep. that was all hand. Yeah, I thought it was all okay. hand. Yeah. So now they're mixing it with CGI. Well, some some series yeah. Okay. Like some of the lighting effects like the, the look of like a laser beam or something will boom enhance it with CGI or something. Yeah, why not, I guess. I, I don't you I think part of what keeps the craft what it is is that they just sell shade every like every cell is is made with art. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I feel like that it's like that in a lot of different um, in a lot of different categories, like whether it's music or anime or movies. Like if it now we've done so much and have seen so much in the past that now the only way to like evolve is through like digital means. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I don't think you need to evolve with anime. You don't need to. Yeah, right. And I think that's they know that, mm. and that's why you still see some series. I I just seen a lot. Like, where do you even go though? Like, how would you evolve anime? You like, don't really need to. By some hand, things don't need like, to like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that peaked. Yeah. Kiki's Delivery Service Three. <laughs> Who's like a well-known anime drawer like today? I don't. I don't. Zaki. Well, yeah, obviously those. That's his son Goto. And I haven't him. looked into it. I have not. I watched one season I don't know of Attack on of Titan. Artists, that's yeah. it. I don't know. Attack on Titan. I can't do it, man. Mm. Long dialogue and then the fight. Long, long potatoes. Dialogue. Yeah, just. Huh. I just didn't like it. And I even like conceptually, it's ugly to me. Like the way those like big giants look. So the story of it's Attack like on Titan, Kev, is um, these cities, the populace were. They were threatened by giants that were empty that consumed humans, and um, they built ring cities with different rings. The story actually broke. isn't finished. The explanation of like why those giants exist and why it gets like, pretty you deep. can cu- become like some people like become them. Yeah, it gets pretty like philosophical to crap. And if you watch the live action movie adaptation, I did watch that. That's not what like I'm being told that that's not what the story is going to be for the ending of. How their, their origin story, it's not going to be that. So, Dude, I think I'm with you with maturing out of it. Like, yeah, you just, you and your cousin Chris kind of got me in anime. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I kind of feel like I matured out of it. I, I feel like that's, like, a negative. I think Chris likes genuine Japanese games that might have some content that, like, anime accompanies that content. Yeah. But I don't think he's, like, a diehard pure anime fan. Well, well and Matt was. Matt O'Brien. Metal, yes, your cousin, yes. Yeah. yeah like, he, uh, he is the reason why. So here's what happened. You remember that, like, skateboard deck brand hookups? And yeah. they had those anime girls on the shirts? Yeah. I, I wore one to class. I and think just I remember Johnny that Greenwood. Shirt. Oh, Johnny you, Greenwood used to have on goes, his guitar. Oh, you back like in the day. anime? Oh, okay. I didn't know the word. Oh, really? And I was like, what's anime? And he's like, anime. And I was just like, looked at him like, I'm not following. He's like, Japanese animation. I was just like, oh, yeah, I've seen a few, and I like them, yeah. 
we used to watch them for free when I lived on the base, and like I always like explained, but I, I had to explain to him that the shirt is a skateboard brand actually, and he's mm. like, and I, I I named the few anime that I didn't know about, and that I've seen, and he's like, well, like Akira or something, yeah, stuff like that, and he's like, come over my house, <laughs> and he was like a computer guy, like a real computer yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, and he had. He had models. He, he Oh, he was into like anime porn, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty well, sure. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, can't, I don't remember I us lie. talking the about Fisherman's hentai daughter. much. He knew a, like we didn't talk about hentai that much to be honest with you. Yeah, but well, he was always kind of a clean the, uh, living. There, there was a big series. Yeah. He's not upfront about any sexuality stuff. He won't talk to you about stuff. There was oh, a big he will behind closed doors. Oh, maybe with you. <laughs> but always for me we didn't There was a big series back in the nineties into the early thousands called La Blue Girl. She oh, fights man. monsters with the, uh, you, you know, just dicks everywhere. And so their tits <laughs> come out and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty gross. We we had a mutual friend from the town that used to walk around town. Like, we didn't hang out with this kid all the time. Do you remember a kid that used to walk around with, like, the Hot Topic pants? And it was more like when you go past Shaw's, there's that bend in the road. Yeah, he used to wear the long, like, trench coat. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he had, like, blonde hair. Rob Teener? Maybe, yeah. He came over a few times with us. He showed me actual, like... Like they weren't like pure hentai, but they had like tits and like, like, yeah, tentacle porn stuff. Yeah, he showed me that stuff, and <laughs> I watched one with him that I thought was actually cool because it had a cool story. It was like '80s and like you know, cool yeah. motorcycles, cool cars, kill monsters, fuck bitches. Yeah, you know, well, those, we were kids. Like yeah. everybody's into fucking some form of so porn at that time. They, <laughs> we had, I had a, we I had a sergeant I was friends with over in Washington, and he was a D and D player. Only if he had Rob Tina is his name. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he was—he threw on an anime one night, and it was—it um, was a more recent one, and it was about food, like people making food and getting like seriously cummy over it, like. It's like food porn. Yeah, it's. I it's definitely like think really, really crazy. <laughs> Have you seen Beck? That's an a- that's an anime about a kid like coming of coming of age story, playing in a band, trying to like get around the local scene and maturing through playing a, in a band. You should watch that. I'd check it out. It's like, it's one of those ones where I think it's only, you know the limited series ones like Cowboy Bebop, only like 21 episodes? Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Oh, okay. It's not that many episodes. It's just like a limited and high production (laughs) value, you know, like they they spent money on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's up your alley. Right on. Yeah. You get a glimpse of like young Japanese life plus the music scene plus. Dude, the music scene in Japan is fucking awesome. Yeah, they're kind of like an indie slash grunge band. Definitely. Oh, okay. I get yeah, my yeah. in the anime. I yeah, check it out. Watch watch back with Kevin sometime. Like you guys. I get my. I'll check it out, dude. I, I think one of the coolest scenes I ever saw was what they had going on in Osaka. They had such an awesome punk rock scene in Osaka, Japan. Yeah, so I was an in-flight Wi-Fi technician for. <laughs> For Go Go Air, I, I did that as like a job. So I'd get on flights <laughs> yeah. every day. It was like, and um, you know, it was just like they prepay my tickets, say you know, get your laptop, test multiple devices, that kind of thing. That's awesome. You know, communicate with them in real time. The I would uh, see like a lot of artists and stuff, like foreigners, like you know, in transit, w- you know, waiting to go to other places in Japan. And half the time, I'd ask these dudes with like a guitar with them and stuff, "Where are you guys going? Mm. Osaka. We're going to Osaka." Yeah, I don't yeah. doubt that. Yeah. Like I'd meet like a Swedish guy with a guitar. He's like, I'm going to Osaka. <coughs> All right, cool. Yeah, the scene That's over there where is crazy. It is. They have a little area that kind of reminded me of the Boston Commons where like all the scene kids hang out, skateboarders, like, yeah. There's one of those in Tokyo too, I think. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was in a spot like that in Tokyo too. Yeah, well, yeah, Tokyo is an amazing scene. When you come to Japan and stay at my house, like, we'll, 
we have to go to Osaka, I guess. Uh, yeah, we should, dude. Yeah. I get my you death you metal from, the, from Japan. Yeah. You never went over to Osaka? I did, yeah, but I went to, like, uh, a buddy I know from that, you know, like the online buddies that I have. Uh, uh-huh. it was the, it was one of, He was, like, in the military. He had just finished. He got married to, a, like, a local girl, and then their life is in, like, Osaka. Oh, uh, right on. So he's like, yeah, come see me. I would love to explore more of Osaka than what I saw. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, I would love to go back to Tokyo, too. Well, that, that was rad. That's, like, the distance from here to Boston is, like, how we live over there to Tokyo. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, where do you live? I live in a place called Ebina next to Atsugi. Yeah. And so the train, kind of like the the ride, would be like going to Boston nice. on the train. So yeah. you just take a train. And it was easy. And you could even do this. If you if you hate like so many stops in the train, like the tedium of like start, stop, start, stop, mm. you could take the train that only has four stops that goes to Yokohama Bay. Mm. And Yokohama is like pretty, it's like a huge city like Tokyo. You know, it's got its own thing. It's more like a waterfront city. Yeah. And then that ride from Yokohama into Tokyo isn't that many stops, and it's it's a very scenic ride. Do they use the water a lot over there? Like, do they swim? Dude, they've got these boats that look like subway cars in the water. Really? Yeah, and you could take, you could take it from Yokohama Bay to Chinatown in Tokyo. No shit. No, no, I'm sorry. It's into Tokyo somehow from the China. Th- Yokohama has a Chinatown. It's the cleanest one in the world. <laughs> and, really? And you're going to leave from there on a boat that's set up like a subway car. Uh. And it goes into the like city. Or you c- there's mul- it goes multiple. Do people swim? Like, do they use the ocean? I, I've never seen anyone swim in the harbor. I never have either. I well, I mean, I haven't prob- been there many fucking times, giant jellyfish and fucking yeah, octopus. Well, dude, like the ocean is such a big like thing over here. People swim and they surf. I feel like they don't do that. It's over not there. even safe anymore. Like, remember when we, do you, with, with the do you remember when we went with me dude. and Chris and we went behind the police station in Quincy and there's that dock that goes out pretty far and we were yeah. jumping off the wood. Yeah. And people were getting mad at us because like, hey, we fish here. <laughs> and and like a cop uh, like walked on the, the docks with us and said nothing. And it. And I walked, I remember I was walking towards the cop, and I was like, hey, am I doing something bad? Like, this guy says it's fishing. He's like, they're not even supposed to fish here. <laughs> he didn't care. Yeah. We kept jumping out in that water, and it's, like, pretty deep at the end of the dock, and then we come back into those gradual walks. Me, you, and Chris went one year. If I vaguely remember that. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. You know, the water was, like, you know, a good temperature. Now, it might be sketchy to do that, because, like, all the sharks that are in, like, you know the seal population exploded like a bit north right, of us. Right. So there's all these sharks and like, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing that yeah. no more. No. Yeah. Chris wanted to swim to the um, the wharf, the um, the financial district wharf. <laughs> he wanted to go from, he wanted to get in shape and swim from the end of the the pier in Quincy police station to the wharf. How far is that, you think? It's like over a mile swim, and I was like, dude, we'll just die. <laughs> I was like, I'll die. He's like, no, I could make it. I was like, no, I'll die. <laughs> you think you'll get tagged? You'll get bit? No, I would just die from exhaustion. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, thought dude, swimming a mile, that would be hard. It's I'd do it, though. And then these th- all these shape. movies, all these horror movies cement you treading in water. Ugh. The middle of the fucking ocean It'd somewhere be cool to have by somebody yourself. On a boat yeah, that's what I was you. saying. Someone's got to follow on a yeah, boat, yeah. like a, at least one of those little electric motor boat. Definitely. And just follow, because I would, I just couldn't do it. I've heard of people swimming across across the English Channel, and they usually have a boat guiding them. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta help um Pat put his brakes into his car. At his right garage. on. Yeah, I actually have to get going in a minute too. Yeah. Well, well I think gods, that was that was great. Quick was little fun. episode. I want to apologize to my cousin Matt for putting his porn out there. Um, <laughs> we were kids. 
we were kids. <laughs> I, I, see, I didn't share that experience. Actually, it might not even have been him. I can't now verify. That I think of it. I, yeah, I don't. He, I would bring up because I've always been like talking about racy stuff and yeah, like, you know, politically incorrect. Whenever I got too much into talking about that around him, I'd make him yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, he'd, he'd clam up. Yeah, and I yeah, just yeah, totally, right, like, totally. I'd like this is like my one friend that doesn't like talking about this stuff. So yeah, I'd now just I feel stop. bad about it. And I just be like, ah, I just ease <laughs> up on him. So I don't, I don't remember anything like that. Yeah, I could be wrong. Well, it was around the same time that I was hanging out with him that and we're back. Balboni was showing me like anime stuff, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Well, I do gotta go. Yeah, same. It's been fun. It was good. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Thank <laughs> you.